Greetings, peace, and love. This is Davis representing the DMV and good music worldwide. You are now listening to Tissue and the Tape. Respect, Heat Holder. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Respect, Heat Holder. Respect, Heat Holder. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date. MCs are rhythm and bit in peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milk, Solange eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. It's back with Davis, filled, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme, we just take it back Or rather choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines is defense of the bond Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere is the world's famous T.I.T.T. It's home team in the motherfucking house. No question. What's good, baby? Hey, man, you already know, man. It's Davis back. Was it? Who states your name, gangsta? Philmatic365, a.k.a. Notorious is Glorious. That's oh, right, man. Oh, oh. You, you know what my man said? He said, uh, you soft, dude. <laughs> Double entendre. Say what's going on everybody, man. You know it's that time of year. March Madness is in the air. Um, uh, sending sending love and, and 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 light out to everybody out there that, that had to deal with power outages and, and oh, flight man. flight delays and you know good, all, all, all types of craziness going on on the East Coast, man. So couple, I'm happy. Couple down trees. Yeah, bro. yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy you uh, didn't have to encounter that. And you know, um, you know our, our families and whatnot. Everybody seems to be good. So that that's always love, man. Um, <clears throat> of course, uh, recording uh, courtesy of the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Our brothers out yeah. there that always give us the support and love. Uh, Debbie, Devin, uh, Jimmy B. Austin, uh, the Burtons. Uh, salute to uh, Roy Burton. Recently just had a birthday, so always want yes. to spread love that way. And um, yeah, man, we, we, we got a, a lot of things uh, planned for this spring that we're looking forward to. Tissueinthetape.com is on the way. Um, we, we've had some, some pretty good conversations, man. We, we talked to uh, Kobe Cole on our, yeah, our last episode. Legend. Yeah, definitely the legend. Definitely someone that has inspired us to do what we do. Uh, and then also, I um, mean, big shout out to uh, 24J. 
Yeah, man. Uh, yo, she she's uh gonna, she's gonna be like the uh the, the 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 prodigy, man. She she's already we already we already working on episode two, uh, old school, new school. Um, so yeah. we got we got a good uh we got a good surprise coming for y'all. We going um got something dope coming. So yeah, definitely shout out to Twenty Four Jaded, uh AKA Jaded Pickett Smith, <laughs> AKA Jade East. <laughs> um, oh yeah, oh, she like that. <laughs> um. Uh, by the way, man, we're, we're in a, a great time where uh, the content is just flowing uh, so much uh, material that's coming out. Um, but the conversations that we're planning to have over the next couple of weeks, man, we're just excited. Um, we, 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 we met and um, kind of connected with a, with a whole new camp. Uh, exactly, uh, man. Phil, let, let the people know, man, what, what we're about to get into tonight. Man, you already know what it is. Uh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Uh, we are the home of the MC. Um, so it's our job to always talk about quality hip-hop music, whether it's, it's somebody with five mics and uh, two million records sold, or it's somebody that's on they come up, or just somebody just making dope-ass hip-hop music. So I ain't even gonna hold you, man. Without further ado, man, we... we uh. We, through our 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 new uh our new connects that we've yeah. been making uh shout out to B Austin. Um we go we're gonna bring you uh uh an MC that first time I ever listened to his music, I was like, yo, and and it you sometimes you just know. And you you just you, you you hear skill and you just know what it is and you know to that to that fine tuned ear that I that I like to think I have. So uh, without further ado, we gonna um, introduce uh, MC out of the out of the area. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, Dude, yeah. my man Davis was good, baby. Hey man, hey, I appreciate it, man. I just been sitting back watching y'all do y'all thing, man. Your show is a, it's a good platform. It's a good it's a good support system for artists out here, man. I'm I'm touched because I haven't had anybody publicly like respond to my music yet so okay. to actually be on this platform and to have y'all do that like y'all just broke y'all just broke the artist hey man hey real recognize real man yeah. man you you make dope music and um yeah. we gonna talk about it That's oh, right. all day man all day um now now what we normally do is we 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 we, we have a lot of things that we do when we first talk to artists the first thing that we like to do is just get a feel for who they are and um, you know, us growing up as Marvel fans, um, DC can, DC can stay over there, but gotcha. you know, not, not, yeah. not DC, but <laughs> nah, DC not with, no, no, <laughs> Superman. We understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we never we never fool with Superman ever. Mm-hmm, um, man. You can't yeah. you can't say me and your drugs, yeah. dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, but no, but seriously though, um, no, uh, we we talk about the origin story, so we like to get that from all of our artists. But before we do that, um, just because just because we are getting to know you as well, we have a thing that we do that's called uh, tit for tat, and it's actually Absolutely. it's actually a play on um, word association, and essentially it's a way for us to get to know the artists as well as for our listeners so since um like i said we are uh new new to your to your movement we're gonna start out with um with just our our ultimate uh hip-hop 365 um and and this is just the one that we that we use to just get to know everybody so the rules are basically um we we, we give you we give you two choices and you got to pick one okay you got to pick one you know, like I know, I know it's tough, and people be like, "Oh man, that's like picking." No, 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 no. You got to pick one. 
No ties. No no ties. That's it. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna start. Uh, we'll, we'll just give you the, the light version. Um, you know, we won't we won't go too crazy on you, but uh, let's let's see if you're ready. All right, so first question is bigger pop. Pop. Okay. okay. Um, Phil, you know the producer one, Preem or P Rock. Mm, P Rock. Okay. okay. All right, this this is to see where you are as far as uh you know kind of eclectic hip hop and whatnot. Uh, Phil, so if I say Midnight Marauders, Phil, what do you say? Low in theory. Mm. I'm <laughs> go with Midnight Marauders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so all right, so that that's those are like the three. That, all right, so we kind of get a feel for who you are already. You said Pop, you said Pete Rock, and you said. Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders. Okay, all right. So we, so we kind of okay. All right, we see who. We, who all right. So moving along, this is a little bit different. We throw some, 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 some different gems at you. All right, Phil. So um, Jordan threes or because <laughs> my man phone pauses. Woo, phone pauses. Um, as far as hoops, uh, if, if you had to pick, uh, Phil, I'm saying Magic. Who do you say? I'm saying LeBron. Ah, shit. I'm gonna go with LeBron. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as meals go, fa- favorite type of meal, Phil. I'm saying breakfast. What do you say? I'm saying dinner. Bye. We going back to breakfast, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> back to sports. Uh, college football, Phil. What do you say uh, in response to that? <laughs> the U, baby. <laughs> Uh, but no, college football or college basketball? Uh, college football. Okay. Um, what's more embarrassing, a stiff arm or uh, an ankle-breaking crossover? <laughs> a stiff arm. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting right. mushed in the face. Yeah. You can always say you slip, but you can't, you can't take that hand back. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing you can do with that. <laughs> Meet me outside. Um, all right, Phil, I'm saying Chappelle. Who, who you got? Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock. Okay. All right. Um, years in hip hop as we go to the end. Uh, Phil, I got 1993. What do you say? I'm saying uh, 1995. Mmm. I'm gonna go with 95. Okay. All right, Phil. I got uh, Rock Him. Who do you say? Uh, Kane. Oh no, nah, we got Rock Him, man. Okay. <laughs> no question. All right. All right. When it comes to posse cuts. Uh, the symphony, or Phil, what, what's the pasta for you? Scenario. Mm, scenario. All right. When, we, when we're thinking about uh, secondary cities, so obviously like uh, New York uh, and LA are huge, but we're talking about like the the like the, the supporting cast to, to New York and LA. So uh, Queens or Compton? Queens. I like that. I like that. Okay. It's, it's, it's some personal ties to that one. Yeah. Okay. 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 All, right. All right. We'll get into that. All right. And then, and then of course, last one. Uh, Phil, I'm saying take over. What's the one that goes with that? Ether. Ether. You said that kind of quick, man. Yeah. I, 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 I've been going through yeah. a lot of these different battles since this whole beef era. So I said, let me freshen up on all Oh, you, you didn't even have to think about that. You said that kind of quick, man. I mean, look, I, I respect everybody's standpoint, but I had to give it to Ethan, not one. 
Only because it was like the last shot back. It was. So, so, all right, so 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 elaborate on that. So uh, yeah, as, yeah. As, as, as a as a MC, someone that respects you know pen, mic presence, um, you know lyrics, uh, you know um, subject matter, um, style. What what about ether places that above um, take over for you? Okay. I mean, it's simple to me. Takeover was pretty much set up by a supporting cast that had a great run. When you talk about who the supporting cast was with The Rock, when you talk about Nas, you talking about Nas just came off of a firm biz run. He's not really dealing with a Foxy. He's not dealing with AZ per se in public. They might still rap and do what they do, but that was one man taking on an army. That's how I looked at that. Like, no question, heart alone, and to be able to even have that much kind of steam, that's a goal. That's a goal that an individual can set and look at and say, okay, he took on a whole corporation and survived. That's a win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hands down. And Nas, classic. You go back and you can, you can listen to all his classic rhymes. You can hear the growth. You can hear the back and forth. He held it up. I'll be the first to tell you that I think, I think I think Nas is the better MC and the better artist over Jay Z. But for that particular that particular segment, I think I think Takeover is an actual better song than than Ether. Like production wise, um, like the the things that Jay was saying on there were were things that like. Like Nas was just basically playing the dozen. He was like, you know, you, 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 your lips is big, you know. You, you know, you, you know. Too, but then you got to remember too, there's a lot of guys that didn't know anything about the personal beef. So if I'm down here in the DC metro area, that's not even the first thing that's coming on the radio some days unless it's commercialized. So it's like, hey, everybody, this is the new hot stuff coming out of New York. This is when this music was dropping. So true, true. if you didn't make your point on wax, to us as listeners, we didn't, you, you, that was the anchor. That was how you got your listeners was by dropping bar after bar after bar after bar. You could have really been getting into some personal stuff about it, uh, uh, a guy. But if we look at what this rap game was really established about, you shouldn't have nobody ready to shoot your ass after you drop a couple bars. <laughs> no, that's a fact. We just want to hurt somebody's feelings and let them know, like, I could talk nasty as you. And that's what he proved. He's proven that every single time you put him in a booth or on a song that he can talk just as nasty as anybody else and just as raunchy. But guess what? That might not be his preferred choice or his preferred style. He might be one of those guys that makes it cool to be a little bit classy when you hit the stage. And I'm all for that because okay. they got trap out here okay. and they got old school hip hop and they got opera hip hop and <laughs> hip hop now. So if you if we don't make room for these other genres, we in trouble. Yo, man, everything is hip hop, man. That, that's 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 the model that we that we've been running with <laughs> the last year or so. Uh, but no, like you you make a you make a great case for uh, Ether. Um, One of the other things that you said that was definitive, though. I mean, you didn't even blink when I said bigger pop. You didn't you didn't even. Yeah, is, yeah. Is pop your favorite? I mean, is pop your once Pac died and you started to hear the release of all of his catalogs, that solidified it. That man lived in the studio. He was a born artist and was turning nothing into something because 
if you've ever had experience with working with guys who aren't really as talented as you and they don't ride the beat as well as you do but you can you can alter your style to compensate for their shortcomings and still come up with a finished product once again we talking about qualities of real MCs and people who actually can control the things around them by using their vocals that that was a pop all day I mean these I, I never really got a chance to experience that much of Biggie's career and life to say that he made that same kind of impact. But Pop, man, I got I, Pop, Machiavelli one through ten. <laughs> we, don't even, we don't even have to go back to his previous catalog. We go to the after death. He had a whole testament of career work that really solidified why he was an artist, man, and why he was one of the best artists that ever lived. Like, no. That, just, I mean, to just look back on the whole thing. Oh, and the other thing, man, happy birthday to that dude, you know what I'm saying, Biggie Smalls, because that was definitely like seven minutes ago, a little late, but that was on me. <laughs> well, well, technically, that wasn't his, that was the day he got, that was the day he died. Well, yeah, but, you, I mean, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll celebrate the day that, you know, we, we, yeah. we celebrate that day. As yeah, 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 we, yeah. We no, I, I, I feel you, though. Like, I, 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 I hate to get into the big and pop thing only because I know what pop means to so many people for so many different reasons, even bigger than rap. Yeah. And, and that's something that you really can't quantify. You know, like you can't, you can't put a, a like you can look at, you could go, all right, you could talk about music or whatever, but the impact that he made on people yeah, and the impression that he made on people, like I know dudes that got, that got outlaw tattoos. That ain't that ain't seen nowhere. They never even been nowhere. Pac ever been. They ain't right. been nowhere. They ain't outlawed nothing. But they got outlawed wow. tattoos. You know. So I mean, it's just one of them things. Like so, it, it musically. I, I I mean, you see my shirt. Um, I'm I'm a big dude. That's this this not March night. I wear these all the time. So I'm I'm a big dude. But I I am a fan of Tupac as well. Yeah. No, I mean, you got like you yeah. said. The, I mean, because he's, he's a phenomenal artist. And yeah, the, the impact alone, I mean, you and, see. And, and the fact that you could go back and see them in the same pictures together should tell you, like I said, if you've been coming up in the music game before, you're going to see guys and they're going to be different, but y'all all got the same goal. Y'all yeah. probably all got the same skill level. you just in different lanes, man. Yeah, and in my mind, I think they would have got back together. I think they oh, would have no been question. cool oh, again. I, think, no yeah. I don't doubt it. I think people knew that. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, you know. I, I, watch it on USA. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And right. on every other channel, it's like ten different documentaries and reenactments. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I want to um, make sure USA get y'all checked out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. All right, so we 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 get to know you a little bit. We we see where you're coming from, a, a different angles. Now we we actually just want to hear it from you in terms of your origin story. It's pretty unique um, in terms of kind of how you started and how we got to this point to where you're talking to us now, man. So just let the people know, like like how 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 did you start getting into it, and, and, and what led you to the point where you are right now? Oh man, uh, I probably had to say it started. About a year after I graduated from high school, it might have been earlier than that. I've always been a reader and a writer interested in like the literature arts. I've always been, you know, good with a pen and a pad when it comes to drawing and different things. I took IB art classes at Suitland 
and then graduated, went to Savannah State for about a year and a half, came back home. Baseball dreams wasn't working out, so I was like, okay, I'll try to go back to work and be an artist now. Yeah. When I came home, I got with some guys that were into the vocal arts and doing a lot of like poetry and writing. And this was when the, the hip hop boom really started to hit in PG County. So everybody wanted to go and get a studio, book studio time when they found out how much it cost. So now we looking for a guy that got a studio in his basement. He's like, hey, don't worry about those prices. You come over there and we record you. So now what, what year, what, what time frame are we talking about? This is about 2001 to about, say about 2004, 2005. Okay. That was definitely like my introduction to seeing people who actually were going and recording songs and making things happen. And then I had a brother-in-law, he was, um, out at UNBC at the time. And he was, I guess, my sister's boyfriend. This was before they got married. And he was doing a lot of things with the music from an independent standpoint out on UNBC's campus. A lot of the Baltimore colleges were connected into that. Um, they stayed off campus. So as her relationship with him grew, I started to hang out and mingle with these guys. So. I, they called themselves, it was the uh, Trifle Disciples. <laughs> it was a crazy name. <laughs> it was just, you know, animals when it came to the art. They were savages when it came down to how they slept and ate and everything. It was like, if you wanted to be an artist, just hang with these dudes for one weekend. If you could survive a weekend, you could make it anywhere. So okay. like, I'm getting a dose of them on the weekends from hanging out with my sister. I'm working my little job during the week, hanging out with some of the guys in the neighborhood. Um, a lot of them are still in the industry today. Uh, my, I got a buddy named Chris Woodard. Uh, he went by the name of V6. I had a buddy named um, DTS, Dwayne, and another guy named Diploma Jackson. And these guys formed a group called uh, Deuce Four. So Deuce Four was in Amberwoods, which is located around Forest Creek off of Walters Lane. So they had this little studio set up in there for a while. And if you wanted to come by and record, they definitely had their doors open. Wasn't the best mixes, but it definitely gave you the opportunity to see what your vocals would sound like once it was recorded. So, <clears throat> I mean, that was like, I could say that was my true introduction to recording and really finding out like I had a passion for it at that age where you can really start to make moves on your own, start to fund your own operations, go out here. We, we got so developed to the point where we were burning our own CDs, going out and stomping them with the, the actual device that you stomp and put your labels on, you know, nice. packaging them up, doing them on a mail order list. You pay uh, through the mail, we mail it back to you, you order it right there on the spot, we'll mail it to you or we hand deliver it to your house. We had stacks of these CDs and DVDs at the shows for promotions and stuff. We always- We all, we all were the label at this point, basically. Yeah, we, 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 I mean, basically independently ran label with no promo. So, I mean, it's, it was experience though. And it definitely, it, it makes you wiser out here because you know what you can do on your own without having to, outsource or facilitate somebody else's needs of paying their bills because they want to hold some information hostage that should be open to everybody. If you don't want to put the work in, yeah, you should have the choice to outsource the work. But if you want to do the work yourself, 
you shouldn't be prevented from getting that information and doing it yourself. So I, I made sure I hung around a lot of guys who didn't have that mentality about, oh, no, nah, I don't want to because, no, we can't. Mm-hmm. We can't and we not is not getting anything done. And you'll see 10 years later when you making moves, we're on a podcast right now. I don't mm-hmm. know where those guys are. Right. That was 10 years ago. I wish them well. I hope they're doing well. But this is you. It's just a progress. It's a continuation of making moves and taking L's, taking losses, and, and learning something from the situation. Right. Every loss is a lesson learned. So, and, 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 and every L is in a loss. It's a, it could be a lesson. It could be a, a you know a, a life changing moment. It could be all different types of things. But um, you know. People are so concerned a lot of times with um, the visuals and the optics of things. So, right. So right. If, it look, if it looks like I'm not working, or if it looks like I'm not doing your definition of, of what you consider to be um, success, then obviously I don't have nothing going on. And mm. that that wasn't the case in, in, in your, um, in, you know, in your situation where it sounds like you were building things over time. Yeah, definitely. Like I, you know, I you couldn't. You couldn't get the whole package overnight. It was impossible. If that was your dream or your goal, man, like I said, you quit years ago. So, like, that's how I, I built my home studio. It was basically when Brown Monkey Music decided that they wanted to part ways, I decided that I was going to take my investment and continue to grow that investment. So I got to take the studio equipment back to my house. So now talk, talk about Brown Monkey a little bit. Okay, uh, Brown Monkey Music was... <laughs> One, one. <laughs> long story. I'm, I'm gonna definitely introduce these guys to you. Okay. It's a guy, matter of fact, he was just on the radio not too long ago. Uh, Travis Lucas. He okay. definitely could tell you a whole lot more about what was going on because these guys were like a couple years ahead of me, a whole nother generation. I was like the youngest out of everybody learning what was going on. Okay. But Brown Monkey Music. Long story short, that was my brother's uh, distribution label. And he uh-huh. went distribution because everybody else was starting record labels. Right. Classified your business under a different heading. It allowed you to do different things at the end of the year when it came to mm-hmm. tidying up all your tax work. It just was a better situation for what we were doing. I, so, I, I, I like I like that tidying up. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, yeah. politically yeah. correct. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> I like that. So, um. You know, these that that's when I first got an opportunity to see the, the depth of the paperwork. Because right. now we could get uh, sponsorship from the DC government when they had grants, opportunities, and budgets and things for arts programs. We had an official name. You had official licensing and, and you had platforms where you could literally go to these people's meetings, publicly display your brand and tell them what you do and they'll push you right in the right department with the right people to make sure you get a piece of the action. Whether you're a vendor, whether you were an artist, whether you were a, a, a DJ or a, anybody, they had a spot for you if you were just present and you had the right credentials. So I learned a lot from working with them. We did a lot of events down at Artscape in Baltimore. They're automatic in DC for about three years straight. And about the second or third year, we actually had a whole stage in the floor area where we were working and promoting and bringing other artists okay. in and scheduling their performances for the week. So, I mean, you get an opportunity to do favors for other people. They do favors for you. You can 
take that and build with it. And that's what Brown Monkey Music was. It was a artist hub on a Ning site where we, we were about getting work done. So pass the work on. If we got musicians this week, then you got a band. If you got a stage and we need some slots for a show, then we got a show. And we've done work with people like Misery Loves Company, uh, traveling up and down the East Coast to Connecticut to deal with the Ant Farm affiliate. Uh, so I don't know who these names are and who these guys are at this time, because it's been so much time, but I know that during the time we went to Connecticut, we were on a block where there was only one club open, and it was the hip hop club. And it was in, what, Danbury? So they were, they were like the organic movement for Connecticut in Danbury at that time. So we were an organic movement and all organic movements were working on like an underground network during the years of, I say about 2003 to about 2008. And then what you saw was a lot of fighting over the talent from the larger groups. Once you get your work close to finishing time, once all of the jobs have been delegated and the work's almost done, and then that's when guys would swoop in and just scoop the talent. And they know that they already got two, three, four years of good ideas and works because they've already ran your whole stash. Now they know they can put you on the show and release you in 2012 and slow leak all your music. And then by the time 2012 hit, all the work that you were doing for the label is now gonna get released three or four years. It's just, it's just slowing down the faucet, that's all. Mm -hmm. If you know the water's running out, do you ration it or do you go look for more water? That's too, that's, that's hard work. People don't like to do hard work these days. So they don't, not at all. Okay. Um, so so that that's one of the things that we talk about um, in terms of like how we conduct our business. Like we know that um, what we're trying to do as far as um, letting people know um, that good music exists, good artists exist. Absolutely. It's a it's a process, man. You know, you, we're not gonna be able to get to our highest point of being a platform without putting in, you know, the dues and the work um, that, that it takes in order to do that, to, to, to do the grassroots thing and organically build your fan base to where they know, you know, that you've built that credibility to where when I say, hey, listen to this, <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave David's got a drink called Danger Zone. Like, I, you need to go check this out. There's no hesitation. It's like, yo, Bob said this, Phil said this. Mm. It's on good authority already. Let me go ahead and push this real quick. That's what's so, up, man. You know, that's 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 why we wanted to, you know, talk to you tonight. And, um, just get get, you know, we want to make sure that you know on this podcast here on this particular episode that we get to know you, but that we also leave some spots for us to be able to play your music. Yeah. So <laughs> at this particular spot here is where I, I definitely want to uh, get into danger zone. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, I had you on radar all the way across the room. <laughs> nah, I was just playing with you. It's all good. I mean, if you gonna step up, you gotta step up. And I gotta give you a warning first. You about to enter the danger zone. Oh, yes. You don't know what that is? Let me explain. It's all in the wrist, just give me a grip, I give you the script, don't give me no lip, it's a hundred percent, lunges and dips, calves to the bow, 
cuffs to the hips Taking it slow or run through it quick You brought lunch and I am equipped The scene is unique, the numbers are small You brought your uniform, we ready to ball Pedals are spread, I'm up in your head You're thinking about whoa, I'm thinking about yeah You pass me the package, I'm taking it there Top floor, no elevator, taking the stairs Not for the flex, but my personal best Now we enter a zone where no secrets are kept Where nothing's a loss unless you lose your respect That point of no return, back body and neck The danger zone You now entering the danger zone Danger zone. You now entering the danger zone. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Jade, aka 24 Jaded, and you are tuned into the Tissue and the Tape podcast where everything is hip hop. Respect the heat holders. Tell us about it, man. Like, tell us just, just a little bit about uh, your thought process with it because, like, Phil was telling you, um, uh, you know, po- pre show. Um, that was the one that, that of course, we, we kind of like got the introduction and was like, okay, like we, you know, we, oh, it opened our eyes right away. Like, t- tell us our, the process about Danger Zone. All right, my uh, producer, my I, he's named my executive producer right now for the album, uh, I think it's tentatively titled Lifelines. So he had already sent me a package of beats named Phil Henry, SP Methods, at SP Methods on Instagram. Okay. He, dropped me a, a drive with some beats on it. So I got to working on the beats, but I couldn't get through the first two tracks because like I was explaining earlier that sometimes the artist has to link with the rhythm of the producer. The producer might have a particular style of rhythm and how he's chopping his samples and laying his samples and whatever the counts are. So once you get his rhythm, you can pretty much line your vocals up and make sure that they're dropping and having the same impact that the beats have. So he gave me a call and said that his buddy Zach had sent him a beat and he wanted to see what I would do to it. So I said, send it. So he sent one. Started working on that one. I gave him a sample back of what that was sounding like. He sent another one from Zach. That was the beat for Danger Zone. Man, when I heard that thing, I already, that song was written in my head. It, 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 I don't know what it is, but when you hear beats and you know you have the song in your head, you just get to writing. So it was only like a, about a verse and a half of a beat. And I just went ahead and did my thing. Cause I'm a cool, laid back, chill, delivery straight kind of guy. And okay. fit the tone for ladies. It fit the tone for a vibe. And I mean, it was, it was that simple. Like once you once you're feeling the hook, you just go with it. So once I started hearing Danger Zone, that was it. it so was the hook, the hook start was already there when you got it. When I first got it and I first played it, I okay. Im- immediately upon playing it three or four times, I had already worked out a hook <laughs> in my head. I mean, I love to work with you know, the pen and the pad, because that allows me to go back and play with it like it's a puzzle later on. And you get different styles of a song just by changing your word placement. And I've worked Absolutely. with a lot of MCs to say, oh, we don't use pen and pad. You probably should. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on it. I mean, to each his own. I'm gonna tell you, honestly, I haven't seen it done. 
but I've been in the booth with a lot of different guys. They got a lot of different styles. The only guys I know that have done that have already had 20 songs that they recorded in the last 10 years memorized. Talk, talk to them. It's already memorized on their heart. Talk so, to them. And I can respect that too. <laughs> if 80 songs prepared to, to smash, you that MC. Right. If you study the format, you know, piecing songs together already, you know the keys and the links and the timing. You you could be that genius, but right, that, right, right. That, man, it, it pays to have a pen and a pad, though. Yeah. Right. Every, everybody ain't that. <laughs> like, see, <laughs> see, see, the, the thing about it is, it was it was popularized <laughs> so much, and the fact that the greats, the guys that, the the people that. The, the MCs that guys really, really looked up to that were like the flyest, the most stylish guys. But talking about Big and Jay, and then eventually it got to the point where it was like even even the gutter dudes that that got respect, Styles, um, mm. Beans, you know, like the guy, the, the guys that you know had had the, the street cred as well. They were like, yo, I don't even write. So it's like it got out of hand after a while. <laughs> it, yeah, a, a lot of people that say they don't write. They, they, and you could tell when they stop writing. <laughs> like, right. Like, you could, like, some people, are like, yeah, I used to write, but now I, it's all in, yeah, I can tell. Like, go, back, <laughs> go back to the, but see, the other thing about it, like, and, and, you know, you know, we're just talking about MCing and, and lyricism, but like, Wayne also was, was, was a big proponent of that, saying that I don't write, but his method was a little bit different because he was such a studio rat. His was, I'm about to just, cause like you can't be, can't be with so clever and witty and be punchline heavy. Exactly. And like he, he's still writing. He's just writing with the, with the engineer. Like he's writing on the track. It's like he's literally stamping the track with his lines. Mm -hmm. So that's different than me just sitting there on my L Cool J like pin in the path for an hour type joint. I got you got a hit. It's I'm working these things out vocally and and that works too. <laughs> So, but so, that's what I'm like. You just named it. You gotta live in the studio. Right, and you right. gotta know that secret to See, be, he, be able to sell be, that package. Like he, you know, he he had an unlimited, you know, studio uh budget, so he would be in there 14 hours. Yeah. So yeah, he he, right. he, 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 he he can have you know uh 76 bars full of punchlines because over the course of that day, he just every time he thought of something, he just added he went it to right it. in and punched yeah. in. Exactly. Drop a line, drop a bar. And you're not so, lying. You did right. that thing. Touch a piece of that. Right, but there's a difference to it, and I, I like how you explain that too. Right. Yeah. There's a big difference to it. So the casual fan is just going to just look at it and just be like, "Oh, well, he he don't even write." But it's like, <laughs> yeah. like you, like it, 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 it's songwriting it's isn't yeah. isn't actually putting a a writing utensil in your hand and and you know marking up a piece of paper. That's not right. songwriting. Right. You no, know, songwriting is is actually um, because it deals with melodies and it deals with music and, and formulating right. those things to make the song. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're, you're you're putting a for, you're putting a verbal formula onto a composition. And exactly. Putting it out. So, I'm glad. I'm glad I heard you say that, man. Cause I thought <laughs> I was tripping. Like uh, it's, it's 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 been one of the things that Phil and I have always talked about. Just because people get that misconception and. They look at the MCs like yourself that say that they use a pen in the pad like you're like some like weirdo. Like something wrong with you. <laughs> like, it's like it's like no, 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 that, that's that's like that's like how it should be done, you know, like 
Um, I don't got to look so crazy now. I can use Samsung Note. <laughs> right, 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 right. And one of my favorite MCs, Fabulous, like he, he popularized using the phone thing before it was a thing. Like he used to use the two-way. Right. And then, you know, as I... As as our phones started to to get more and more intelligent, that's when you saw Drake with the, uh, you know, BlackBerry with the side scroll. And, wow! And then everybody, then everybody was like, all right, I just use my phone. And, and yeah, that's I the see, I, I see people. Uh, I'm I'm air quoting freestyling with right. the BlackBerry right here, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fair. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, and they say they don't write. And, oh and, man, and, that's oh, like you don't write and you freestyling, but you got the BlackBerry with the bars on it. Okay. Yeah, so it's just a, it's just a, it's just the literal thing of putting a, a pen in your hand. It's like that. That's like such a weird thing now, but it, it's refreshing. It's just like when um. You know, um, when when you actually see someone like Premier or someone like Clark Kent that's actually touching the vinyl, uh, DJ Jazzy Jazzy Jeff is actually not actually used, a record, right? Actually, <laughs> a record right. actually yeah, has, just to see a wax record at the yeah, show nowadays is a right, <laughs> exactly. And there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the new technology like that. That's what's pushing things forward. But there's, there's also no reason to frown upon what made us get to this point too. And we definitely here to represent for what they want to consider the lost art, but it, it ain't lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I and, and, yo, say it again, man, because yeah. we we spend so much time, like so much of this podcast <laughs> in, in our social media is telling people that quality hip hop music is still out there. You know, whether it's MCs like yourself or somebody like Elza or Skazu or whoever, you know, right um that they're out there and people are so with they got so conditioned over the years of the best mcs and the best hip-hop music being on the radio that now that it that's not the case mm-hmm. they they just saying oh it's it doesn't exist yeah, yeah. Not music is whack it's like you haven't yeah. even heard music in a long time yeah, and it, it's, it's like if you don't have food in your refrigerator, you say, well, food just don't exist because it ain't in the fridge like it always is. Like, like, like you, Your grocery store down the street clothes. Yeah. Oh, it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. You, you, might, you might have to, you know, go to a different store or you might have to grow it yourself. You know what right. I mean? So right. Exactly. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist anymore. So it's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Right, man. Absolutely right about that, sir. We we the farmers market though. We we bring in, we bring in the produce right to them, yo. So I brought the corporate card. <laughs> I'm shopping with you guys. Let's get so, it. One one of the things that we've also noticed, and we want to get your take on this as well, is that um you know people say that um the old heads and the gatekeepers they they aren't doing such a good job in terms of keeping the whackness out, and that's not the case. It, it seems as though to us that the dollars are being put behind the guys. Like, for example, we talk about Big and Pop, for example. Like, Big in 96, he made dudes not want to rap. He made he made people that probably could have devoted some time to put together some bars not rap because they knew that they couldn't make anything as good as that. So they say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do something else because if this guy is still rapping, there's no reason for me to even rap. Where we are now, 22 years later, is that people hear these guys that are actually getting funded and they, they have these huge budgets and you know promotions behind them and they say, oh, 
that's that's what's that's what's popping right now oh i could do that or my cat could do that oh all right i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be a rapper we run it and jumping right exactly right, right. And punching. right. <laughs> so so it so it you know there, there, there's a few there's a few guys that are responsible for that kind of becoming the case i don't want to just say it's the younger guys but um how do you feel about that in terms of like what what the what the public is being privy to in terms of what's being put out there from the mainstream standpoint that's a that's a i mean that's that's the topic that's what the music topic is today if you're not talking about that in the music industry then you're not current on anything that's going on so i mean i think that y'all are doing exactly what you're supposed to do in a situation like that i mean we're not gonna go run down on the studio with some bats and chains and start <laughs> taking over the studio, you know. <laughs> my, well, I, my, hold on, my, hold on, honey, what do you say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I let him know. We, no, we're not doing that this week, man. <laughs> over any more stations. My, 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 my whole thing is, man, you gotta, you gotta let the young people live. So as long yeah, as- That's exactly right, though. As long as, long, exactly as, long right. as you're not 40 doing that, as long as you're, you know, under a certain age to where I can be like, you don't know no better, I'm all right with it. But yeah, you yeah. already know, you already know that's not the case. Yeah, you know, already right, know there's right, a 40 year right. old in the crowd. There's right. a 50 year old in the crowd. That's, that's, when, that's when I get mad when I see the guys that are trying to reinvent themselves for the for the 80th time. And then they be like, all right, I'm about to just, yo, ride, ride this wave here. It's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna dye my hair purple and I'm gonna start, you know, I'm gonna stop chopping my words up. Like, yeah, it, it's like, like do what you do, do what made you good because th there's still an audience for you. You're, you're not, you're not. There's a huge audience for that. Yeah. Let them 18 year old kids, let them live, let them do what they do. You know, that that's for them. You know, bring your old ass back here <laughs> and, and, and get in the studio with a pen and a pencil. Yeah. And write them bars that, that you know you can write and get out on these tours and get and get the money because you have a built in audience. No question. I mean, but but a lot of dudes, they they get in they they in love with the uh the lifestyle. They in love with the the fame of it and uh, being relevant. Um, I, I heard a good conversation um, earlier today about being relevant. And, and shout out to my man, uh, uh, Matt and Chad from uh, The Realest Podcast ever. And they were just talking about the, like how some people, you know, relevance, they, they live for it and it affects how they approach their, their craft. You know, and sometimes they leave the craft at home because they just need the relevant. So they just do whatever to to be relevant. And yeah. that's that's crazy because that word, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't play with this music and this writing and this rhyme. And so words have a very, very strong meaning and impact. And when you talk yeah. about relevance, that's a word that's delegated to self. Like, if you don't exactly. feel relevant, if you don't feel certain things about yourself, you not you unfit to be feeling about anything else you haven't even dealt with you and relevant is one of those words what 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 is what is your ultimate goal and what does relevance at the point in time that you're on the journey to that goal have to do with anything you brought you brought it to the perfect point because that's exactly that was exactly my thought in in the sense that being being popular doesn't necessarily equal or equate to being good, being talented, being no skilled. question. No it just question. means a lot of people know your name 
and you know that they're, they're cheering you on but that 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 doesn't speak to the, the the skill level or the talent or the or the art of it so yeah you know relevance is relative for lack of a better term it's relative <laughs> to how you to how you see yourself and how you and how much you care about how people see you that and, and a, a self-reflection something that i throw all of that in the vanity category like i, I get my hands get dirty and i'll be at my own show so <laughs> I'm, I'm not the guy that it's like i said i might not go far but my story gonna be real as it's, as it's going to take me and it's going to be real all the way to the end exactly. and that's probably why you still see me right now is because what's relevant is the truth if you ain't talking the truth and the truth ain't about what you about you will eventually be out of here one by one means or another by one one reason or another there's a truth to everything that we're doing out here and if you're not kind of abiding by that truth right the lie will eventually expose itself exactly it's always done now <laughs> we we may not necessarily put pop over um big in terms of from an mc standpoint but yeah, a lot of people had that argument today, and I and I totally respected it. Right. It comes from the guy where if you a jack of all trades, mm -hmm. you're a pop guy. If you a guy that's like, who getting torched? Who who did you see torching everybody? <laughs> who was afraid to really stand in the box with this guy? Yeah, like yeah, we know that was Biggie. Right. Like I never know pop to really be a battle rapper whatsoever right. but he was a heck of a talent and a songwriter so so oh, and the other, the other thing about him too um just mentioning him real quick is the fact that um some of his best moments were candid moments where he was just speaking his mind and it had nothing to do with music at all exactly and like you like you could take like you could literally make a mixtape and you could take just take pop's quotes as an intro sound bites <laughs> sound bites just from yeah. what he said but one I of think my they favorite. did that before YouTube. Oh yeah, like one, one <laughs> of my one of my um one of my favorite uh you know Fab does the um, soul tapes and one of my favorite joints that he did from the soul tape trilogy was um was over the pain from above the rim and mm -hmm. he, put, he put the Pac yes. the Pac quote in, in front of it where Pac was like um you know uh, a lot a lot of people uh, dark. Uh, light, fat, skinny, old, young, uh, wh whatever he said, um, they they have a problem looking in the mirror and, fi and finding themselves. Mm. He's like one of, one of the reasons why you know I'm here today, and one of the reasons why I am who I am is because I'm always going to be able to look into the mirror and find myself. And um, what I thought is so ill about that, we're talking about relevancy and just you know, like that's that's something that's within you. So when the camera goes off and when everybody is just off of social media and just literally at home by themselves and they're looking themselves in the mirror brushing their teeth you know some people can't even like they, exactly. like, they can't even look at themselves you know because it's like they they don't have their wig on or they don't have their, <laughs> yeah. they don't even know who the hell they're looking at you know? right <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 oh that's that's me right so, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's a big part of like this this social media area that we are because you know for all intents and purposes we do have somewhat like we all have our personas that we extend and rightfully so nobody wants to see you on the toilet nobody wants to see you popping out the shower nobody wants to see you cooking up your nasty food that you only you like you know so we there there does need to be boundaries but 
how do you feel about this social media era that we're in and obviously it makes things better but what are some of the the things that people should should like for example like you have a song um Mm -hmm. we 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 just talked about danger zone but you gotta you gotta drink called chicken and biscuits okay so just listening to that title right there automatically people may think that that's one one thing we're gonna play that of course and we play this back let people know what your idea where, where you're coming from with that well chicken and biscuits was <coughs> it was it was just a simple idea it was <coughs> everybody can relate to food so i figured i'd play with the word play with the food so chicken and biscuits and then you say uh it's herb dirty water chicken and biscuits so then when you add the full context of that whole statement together now we talking about herb dirty water chicken and biscuits now it's getting crazy because you got herb that's popping in people's mind dirty water that's popping in two different directions real dirty water current today's time and the temperature and politics and then you're talking about dirty water everybody drink a little bit you know what i'm saying right. no dirty water could be also known as so mm-hmm. i'm playing with the dichotomy of a dark side to some of this conversation and then the lighthearted side of the conversation. So now that I've been able to open up both of these audiences, like with these, this is my goal when I'm writing this, is to open up both audiences to this hook so they'll actually listen to the bars now. And the bars come from, we we started from mopping floors and peeling back potatoes and busting dishes. And now we out and we spent our money all in the district. And this is what it got us. Now, I don't know where you were spending your money at in the city, but I can go back to some of the places where I was spending my money and they treat me like somebody that was out in the city spending money with them. Mm-hmm. So it says, what were you doing basically when you said you were out promoting and becoming this star and this artist and we find ourselves on this same plateau 10 years later with your song on the left side of a desk and my song on the right side of a desk and you took the route you took and we still ended up at that same desk like with the same person staring at us with their hand on both of these songs like hmm should i pick the one to the left or the right so whose way was better so it's my job now to just play with the way i'm describing my trip to get to where i got from mopping floors yeah Peeling back potatoes and busting down the dishes. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of hard work is starting to pay off. And a lot of people are starting to hear it now and see it now. And maybe that idea that somebody was whispering in my head, why don't you switch it up? Why don't you get with this person? Why don't you do this? And maybe that'll, maybe that's not, maybe that was never meant for me. Maybe this is my time. Maybe this is what I was supposed to be doing. So you you will hear flashes of that in some of that you know the content in that song right there. Peeling back potatoes and busting down the dishes A lot of hard work, love and a mission I took my young bucks and spent them all in the district We at the spot and it's gonna be an adventure Mixing herb, dirty water, chicken and biscuits 
Life is all about the preparation. Recipe for success, you gotta have vision. Stop, look, and listen, and focus on retention. Being strict to the digit about the bread and the tensions. Worldwide movement, no corporate intervention. Just some contract owners setting grids at the conventions. And we done grinded up from mopping around the kitchen. Peeling back potatoes and busting down the dishes. A lot of hard work. Loving a mission. I took my young bucks and spent them all in the district. We at this spot and it's gonna be an adventure. Mixing herb, dirty water, chicken and biscuits. I considered the materials and all the conditions. Vodka juice type night and some bowberry biscuits. Not a loose type night. I'm directional pissing. Mixing herb, dirty water, chicken and biscuits. Got owners for supporters and brothers in position. Some good old rum shots and Suye hitting. And we done grinded up from mopping around the kitchen, peeling back potatoes and busting down the dishes. A lot of hard work, loving the mission. I took my young bucks and spent them all in the district. We at this spot and it's gonna be an adventure. Mixing herb, dirty water, chicken and biscuits. VIP for two and vibing in the kitchen. Wings don't pop, add the sparkle to the chicken. Stay on my city beat, cruising through the heat. Breeze through the smoke, a clean sweep in my stealth like mode. My arrival's discreet. In a fresh purse, slacks or some Levi jeans. And we done grinded up from mopping around the kitchen. Peeling back potatoes and busting down the dishes. A lot of hard work, loving a mission. I took my young bucks and spent them all in the district. We at the spot and it's gonna be an adventure. Mixing herb, dirty water, chicken and biscuits. 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 And once again, like I said, I, I don't I try not to struggle with writing these songs because they are truly stuff that's written on my heart. Right. Like dope. Like, do you ever find yourself where it's like if you if you're trying to force something, you just move on? All day. If you forcing it, you already know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Maybe the temperature ain't right. Maybe the mood ain't right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you need to go back and listen to yourself say this again. And if you don't believe what you're saying. Maybe you stepped off of your own path for a second because you were too busy riding something else when you should have been listening to something else in that beat. So it's a like I said, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And if you do it the way it's supposed to be done, you'll get the product that you want at the end of the day. So talk to us about uh about that area, man. Like I mean, we obviously see that it's molded you, but like in terms of just the overall landscape of of uh, DC metro area DMV, um, oh, definitely it's changed over the years. Yeah, talk to us about that because we like go. We always knew uh, knew it to be about go go. Um, you know, in terms of like that being the the the, the staple that everybody can respect. Yeah, yeah I mean, from never, that, standpoint, never heard anybody from that area ever say anything bad about go go ever. Yeah, from that standpoint. <laughs> Go-Go is his own animal. Like, right. Even if you don't like it and you're from that area, you are, you are, um, it, it is your, it is your duty. Yeah, yeah, you still got to, like, defend the lane. You have to experience it for yourself at least once to understand what it could have been if it was something that caught on on an international scale. Okay. But that's the thing. When you got a dance hall music, 
and you got a a soca music and a soca band, and then you got go go music potentially about to be something that's going to branch out. If is that we're creating a social imbalance now in the industry, like from what I've seen. So now, how do you prevent the social imbalance? Is by not allowing certain people to do certain things. Is you you already have a couple beasts of genres of music that are out of your control because they're not even in your reach. They're in they're on international lands and they go by whole different rules and policies over there. But if you notice, the landscape is changing now to where the reach of this country's policies is now getting into other people's backyards and causing all kinds of issues all over the world. That's a whole that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> so but we ain't gonna go that far yet. Right. <laughs> so go-go music definitely was one of those things where a lot of society saw an uh, animal growing in their own backyard and they stomped it down. And as much as they stomped it down, it, you just made it more fierce and you made people want to do it more. And you, you gave people more drive and you put more organization behind it because there were actually some people that supported it that you probably didn't even know like go-go music. And these we, people forget Go-Go started from jazz. So these were real musicians at one point in time that had a, a respect for this art. And instead of throwing the art away, they decided that they would reach back with different bands and different members and work with them. And that's how you see the growth of that, that situation now to where it's a whole new generation of Go-Go under Go-Go music to the point where you don't know what direction Go-Go music is in right now because it's all over the area. It's in all different shapes and forms. It's just not called go-go everywhere you go. But they definitely use congos now everywhere you go in bands. And they use a lot of drumming and rollatons and cowbells. And they use that slow pocket, you know, when they doing their soul singing and Jill Scott's is in towns and all the new. So do you give credit for the, for the people who help influence this? Or do you just take it and run with it and say, oh, we love the culture and this is what we do. We share and take you got to love it for what it is at some point in time. You got to respect what it's going to be. And it ain't going to always give back to you and give you the credit. But it might open some doors that will potentially help you get some money. Because now you got guys that can play backup for a, a John Legend show because he wants a, a go-go set where you would never imagine that unless you were Chuck Brown and his official jazz band at the time. So if you there and you out there, you see the progress. You don't get caught up with the sad stories and you don't get you don't get sidetracked by the bad news because bad news is on everybody's corner. And that's how the Maryland and DC area has always been. It's next week is, okay, the rent's going up. Okay, next week, they're demolitioning this complex because the landlord doesn't want to fix it up. Okay, they're doing that to all the complexes now. Okay, now they're building new ones and they're talking about we can still move back in, but the, the rent's $400, $500 more and there's no voucher program for this particular location. They've changed this whole grid. Okay, so we move out to Maryland. Maryland is not giving you a home for less than $1,200 a month. One bedroom. Good luck with that. Efficiency. $800 a month. $900 a month. Plus utilities. I mean, what people are asking you to do sometimes to survive is unreal. But we still, we still, um, we still figure out a way to, to survive and live. And and 
as long as the sun going to shine, there's always going to be obstacles. And we always going to have breath and ability to overcome. And that's what you see in the Maryland and D.C. areas. A lot of people who overcome a lot of hard times and pulled together to take care of their families. And that's where you see. You see family, you see strength, and you see a lot of people that don't have a problem with opening their doors to their friends and family through hard times to get through. And it's a community, and it's a lot of family around there. And there's a lot of new life in the area of PG County, and they see that family, and they want to be a part of it. And they're willing to buy into it because they don't want to do it the old-fashioned way. We just talked about that. Nobody's doing the hard work no more. They just move in, build a condo, and say, hey, neighbor, we're here. But don't even know where to throw the trash away at. We don't know how to do the speed limit. <laughs> don't even know how to wake up in the morning and speak when they're at the 7-Eleven. But, you know, this is the kind of world we live in. If they want it and they got the money, well, let them shoot their shot. They still got to make that shot, though. <laughs> that's where the war is right now. As niggas out here shooting jumpers, get out of here. <laughs> like, they're not having it. <laughs> so, well, 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 speaking of shooting jumpers, um... Uh, well, well, hold on. Before we before we talk sports in, in the area, I want to I want to because I yeah I got a question too. Yeah, I want to I, I, I want to I want to ask you a hip hop question because yeah, this I, is always it's always fascinated me about the DC area because every you know of course you know everything started in New York and then it, it branched off Philly, you know, <coughs> Atlanta, you know, Houston, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. DC always baffled me. I was growing up. I'm, I'm from Philly, so I'm always waiting. All right, when's the when's the DC? You know, it's the next. You know, I mean, well, Baltimore's in there, but then there's then DC is the next big city. You know, I was always going by the by the the the, the football yeah. fo- football. All right, all right. So New York, Philly, Washington's next. So what so happened? Yep, that's it. Went straight to Florida. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I, so I, I always wonder. <coughs> there was never the, the the artist concentration coming out of the area, and and it's not to say that the art wasn't there because of course it was there. Because I mean, like you like you just mentioned, you had you had Go Go, and what was it? And, and I guess I didn't really start thinking about it until I got to college. I guess like did was it a situation where a lot of the the people that would be traditional what you would consider a traditional rap artist they they were into go-go and other forms of music is that why there was never a huge boom nah i mean the, the 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 boom never popped off because it was a respect issue we had plenty of people here this is a music and band city like you go downtown back in the 70s and 80s and catch a live show anywhere you know at one point in time you could go places and do stuff and you like i said jazz and blues dc all day singing choirs dc or orchestra symphony all day but not no little black kids running around jumping around on cars screaming and banging on trash cans man talking about some oh and then it's your street my street you know i it's it's what you have a respect for and these at that time there was a lot of people in the area that just didn't have the same respect for that style of music that they had for the one where they were raised growing up now i'm gonna put y'all two in a scenario 
Y'all didn't grow up during the era of trap music. Hard to kind of identify with it, right? Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah. Same difference. Young people growing up in D.C. and Maryland, they like go-go. And the old folks couldn't stand it. But you couldn't stop them. Because the kids were going to be kids. And when the kids got older, they became adults. And they really started pushing that go-go. So, I mean, it's just the evolution of music. It's the same story, just a different genre, a different conflict of genre. Like they might have been rock and roll and blues at one point in time beefing because of the transition. I think some of it too, um, uh, in terms of like the, the the influence of the Bronx, South Bronx, and you know like how it spread like wildfire through the the Northeast, so to speak. Yeah. With Philly being so close to New York, that was a no brainer. And then, like you said, Phil, um, with Baltimore, DC being there, there still is a little bit more of a disconnect and. The guys in the area like they have an identity yeah so a, a lot of a lot of the places where hip-hop um ha- had thrived back then they were they looked up to new york all day yeah and, and you know? don't let anybody tell you otherwise like because but, but dc always had that eh, new york's cool but dc is dc yeah. you know like we, we got our own identity we got go-go we good you know like we don't really we we can we can do without that or we can do with it but we we got our own thing kind of going and then as you start like you said as you started to get um further south that's when you, you know southerners were always looked as being kind of country kind of being whatever so they were fighting for respect as well so what better way to do that than is to, to take something that as as um powerful as hip-hop and putting your own twist on it that's it and, in, in Memphis, in Atlanta, in Miami, and you know, in Houston, you know, so it's like, okay, so we're we're not we're not New York, but we also have our own identity as well. So we can we can flip this as well. I just always saw DC as just having their identity, like and like Davis was saying, they already knew who they were. They already knew who they were, and it was like, yo, D- DC or nothing. That 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 was always the motto. And I, I mean, and the, you classic example, you go back and. If they cover a song, right, 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 it's right. never gonna sound the same because they did it with a go-go swing. Right. It's just yeah, right. it is what it is. It's like either you accept it or you you don't accept it. But that's how they were. And and then being from that culture is hard because I I might have been an MC that could rhyme to anything, mm. but when you coming from that area and and that's the stigma. Then that's what you that's what you basically trying to get from under is the shadow and the stigmas of what people gonna classify you as because of where they came from. And not really looking at your resume of the places you've been and all of the different things you've acquired during your journey. Like that's what I look at at the end of the day. Is I'm from an area where I could throw a million different styles now with some go-go music and come up with something bananas if I had the right amount of time, you know? But you can't, you don't come up with this kind of stuff unless you really have the time put in and the experience and the travel and you you took your ear to some places that the average person was afraid to go. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough area out here when it comes to music. Like if you make it out of this area doing music, you really wanted to do it. Cause this, this area is set up to, yeah, let you know whether you, this is what you want to do or not. Cause you're not gonna really get the support that it takes to, what we say, make you feel relevant. 
that's out the window or out here. If you don't make yourself relevant every day in the mirror, you ain't you ain't serving no purpose out here. You struggling. You blowing in the wind. <laughs> um. Uh, so one of one of the, the native sons, one of the hometown heroes, Kevin Durant, someone that we've talked about ad nauseum on this show. Mm-hmm. It's because not only is he um, somewhat of an enigma, but he's also one of the, the greatest to ever do what he does. So yeah, he is an enigma. He's still <laughs> in my book. And I'm going to tell you something. I came through PG before that man. Mm-hmm. I never met him. Yeah, yeah. I heard about him at the Goodman League one summer. Mm-hmm. When he finished punishing everybody at the Goodman League, KD was the man all over. Man, you see that man shoot that judge from half court? You see the cross over there? You see that KD, KD, KD? We go down Goodman. Everybody and their mother started going back down to the Goodman League games once KD yeah. was out there firing up nets and courts. That actually <laughs> was one of these family type things where he really got the support that he needed mm-hmm. going that route. And I didn't I didn't know anything about what Goodman League was doing for guys at the time. I was a half breed. You might see me out Baltimore at Hammer Jacks one weekend or something. Uh, $15 <laughs> a cup in my hand, all you could drink. And just a whole array of rain, rainbow of different people. Like, I like to go places where I'm gonna spend the least amount of money and touch the most amount of people. That okay. was my goal on the weekend, so. It changes over over time with age, but like with with a Durant, I never met the dude. <laughs> never anything, and I know people from Capitol Heights that know this man like this, know his moms and affiliated. I keep it honest with everybody. I'm like KD, hell of a baller. Probably stepped in the gym at Suitland a couple times. He he went there for a little while. Never met him in my life. So how, how, how did you, uh, so recently last week, of course, you know, uh, the, the, the Warriors play uh, the Wizards once a year. Mm. So uh, it, it was heavily publicized after they after they won their last championship. All right, what are you guys going to do? Like as soon as they won, they didn't even give them a chance to think about it, you know, winning the championship. Are, are you going to the White House? And, you know, of course, they were just like, you know, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, and then, and then Trump. And then Trump, you know, he, he's like, well, we don't want, you know, they don't want Stephen Curry anyway. And da, 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 da. But um, what they did do, which I thought was great, was, of course, they went to uh, the um, National African-American Museum. Yeah. Um, and, and they also had uh, children from the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, that's um, what's up. From, uh, from Seat Pleasant. Um, this, just that right there, you know, the reason why I just mentioned KD, because you're talking about community and stuff. That right there, that that's awesome, man. All day, matter of fact, and I will stamp this: he keep his foot in the community. Like, I don't turn on the news to find out the good works that people doing. I go right to the community sites and find out who really putting in that work. And yeah. Katie, he been doing his part in PG County. That's yeah, we, we 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 we've been giving him hell a little bit over these past couple years. But, I mean, um, you know, it is as being a basketball <laughs> fan, you entitled right. to that, right? You know? Then at the end of the day, we got to put down our swords and right. dudes, yo, they really do be under some heavy attack. Every time they have For an sure. opinion about something, every For time sure. you, if it's about cutting a check, oh, we love you. If it's about bringing somebody some money, oh, man, come on. But as soon as it's preventing somebody from getting that shine they feel. That's when they say shut up and dribble. Now yeah. it's a problem. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's got to stop. Right. Yeah. 
Laura Ingram, she already know. <laughs> <laughs> Davis will make a song. A uh, couple. Hey, hey, we would, hey, we would love that. Hey, hey, I'll play the shit out there too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so. We're going to make that happen. <laughs> um, we're going to leave a little spot here for, for us to play boys to men as well. Um, just give us just a brief, just your, uh, just a brief overview of what our listener needs to uh, think about uh, as we play this track next. Man, that, that track, uh, self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. It's just a young man looking back and giving you a, a full spill of the transition from a lot of different perspectives. And that, like I said, this, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep this style for as long as people allow me to, to rhyme like this. It's, I'm never gonna directly come from one standpoint on a whole song. I really don't think people had an attention span for that right now. And while they still trying to get familiar with who I am, I'm gonna just try to keep touching on different groups and making like power statements and let the, the visual images do more of the speaking than anything else. So, like I said, when you play Boys the Men, you'll hear it. It's chopped up just enough for you to digest it, but it's heavy. You gonna you gonna be able to you you'll be able to sleep with that one for a couple days on your stomach. So, all right, there you go, uh, Phil. What, what else did you have, man? Right, man. Um. Uh. Well, we kind of touched on sports talking about KD, but um. So uh. Order Street, you are uh, you you are you a fan of of the uh, the Washington Wizards? Oh, I'm not going to that other place. I ain't going. I ain't it's all good. Place. Look, man, Jerry Jones ain't got no stock in y'all. Show you good. I understand. <laughs> no, I, I, I he, he's one of the names that go. shouldn't be mentioned on this show. <laughs> no, man. Look, I was about to say go Subway, but I think their contract got canceled last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, yo, man, we got yo. So we bring so many people in this show. Yo, there's a high percentage of, of cowboy fandom in. in it's, it's like uh, it's like one in three. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to my uh, my my little big homie uh, King Champs, man. <laughs> uh, another another one of the uh, cowboy fans, man. Yo, I don't understand y'all, but it is. It is, it is man. Man. I, I wanted to talk about the Wizards. I want I want I want to talk about the Wizards because I mean, it seems like what they doing right now. Uh, this this was it's funny because this reminds me of uh, Vibe when Vibe's a Chiefs fan. It reminds me of when uh, when your man uh, uh, Jamal Charles when he when he got hurt and I was like they're a better team without him. And as soon as he got better. <laughs> And, and he got better, and he was still a phenomenal talent. But the chemistry wasn't there anymore, and they, and they ended up getting rid of him. So I'm, 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 I'm transitioning that to, to, uh, to now John Wall. He's been going, and, and the, the Wizards have been on a roll. And they, they, they passing the ball more. They playing better team defense. You know, they don't have the the same flair that they had when John Wall was there. But overall, they're, they're winning. And so my question to you is, and we touched about this a little bit before the show, when he comes back, what do you think is gonna happen? Uh, now that, that's the million dollar question. Cause that's gonna be whether they keep him or not, is what happens when he comes so you, back. So you, I, so you think they might trade him? 
I, I'm telling you right now, if his return impacts their winning and their chemistry, oh, you best believe it. The temperature in the NBA right now is nah. We're not having it. Like not once the people are against you, it's a wrap. So right now, the people started that conversation. That's something the people are going to decide to do on their own. So you're Davis. You're you're the GM of the Washington Wizards. Okay. John Wall's coming back. The the, the chemistry is not there, and 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 you you're seeing the writing on the wall that you could trade them. Who 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 do you think you you can get back, or who would you want to get back for John Wall? Hmm. That's crazy, cause. Everybody that I would think of trying to trade him for, they don't want to leave their situation to go to no Washington Wizards. Okay, so here's one that that actually could happen. Klay Thompson is a, a, a free agent next summer, uh, 2019. By then, he'll probably be a three-time champion. Um, you know, he's 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 done that all all that he probably could do with Golden State at this point. Um, he's, you know, heading in, he's 28, heading into, you know, the, the, he's still in his prime, but heading into, you know, his thirties eventually. If I could give you a package that included Clay Thompson, um, and, uh, I'm trying to think who else on that team will be young enough. I had to give him picks. Yeah, picks, but then also maybe Clay Thompson and, um, you know, let's just say let's just say a guy like uh, Nick Young just returning there just to just for for all intents and purposes. That doesn't make the Wizards any better. Nah, you know. I mean, I I, I, I mean, like I said, I it doesn't even look like a lucrative move. Like Wall, which is Wall, Wall is a, is a, is a guy that he just he just has something about him. Yeah, he has, he has something that that KD doesn't have, and that's that's charisma he's he's a he's a leader he's a he's a guy that 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 is comfortable in his own skin he's gonna you know ride with whatever he you know he's feeling right so you see we see we see, see him throwing up his gang signs that's <laughs> that that's just that's 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 raleigh north carolina and he he's unapologetic about it you see him pulling up uh to the to the game with the wraith and with the uh with the butler with the uh with the you know with the lint brush that, <laughs> that, that's something that he's been dreaming about doing since he was 12 years old like he, that's that's just him <laughs> so it's it's just i'm not bad at him even, that's, what I'm saying. It's, it's, that's the other side of the game because bradley bill can't do that no nah, he can't he can't no matter, he, no matter he, how he, much he don't have that kind of uh flair but that's what i'm saying and no matter how much his check looks just like john walls or as close to john walls He's just, it's just, that's just not him. And in order for you to get over the top, you have to have a guy like that. That's just like, yo, I, I just, I don't care what anybody get, says. I'm let me, me. Let me get you a scenario. Tell me, tell me what, what y'all think. You, you take, you, you, you flip flop. And you, you, you'll probably have to throw some other players in there to make it work exactly. But Dame Lillard and John Wall, you sent John Wall to Portland. Oh yeah, you take you take Dame Lillard. Dame we done. Dame. We, we done. Dame yeah. Lillard. He, he could take the. He take. I slam. He could take <laughs> Washington by himself yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, well, one less big man. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he can take he, Portland he, as far as they can go. Him and McCullough. So so the Wizards haven't won fifty games in forty years. Wow. Literally. 
in 40 years. 1978 was the last time that they won. 50 I know you. Years. I know you know something about that. So my my whole thing with that is Dame Dame Lillard is going to win 50 games in the West. <laughs> so which is which was hella right. impossible just right. at the beginning right. of the season. Exactly. Exactly. They, they, they just be Golden State, as a matter of fact. As exactly. we talk about it. I'm right. telling you, they backcourt with McCullough is retarded. Man. Moving on, you know. <laughs> but DC, like Wall, just he he fits though. He just fits, yeah. man. He does, man. And I, does. I really truly think that even when he comes back, it's gonna take him a little while. But I think that the type of John Wall that's gonna come back to the team is gonna be a little smarter. He already know he can outrun people and out jump people and it's okay to out physically play people all day but you could be a little smarter too and that'll save you a lot of trouble and I, I i hope that his new team and new vitalized offense and more defense is going to allow him to see that you just play your part so I, let, me I, ask, let me ask you this so we're, we're talking about hip-hop we're talking about sports if you had to liken your pin game Mm -hmm. to, a, to a current NBA player, or your style in terms of how you approach MC, who who would it be? Mm. My pen game, like in terms of like how you approach. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who's the craziest how, how, how right now without <laughs> well, being over. Like, well, well, there's one that comes to mind. Someone, someone that we that Phil and I both enjoy watching. He's he's out of his mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I, I would have to say, I, I feel like Russell Westbrook sometimes. When exactly I, exactly. Here it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I didn't want to say his name because, you know, all-star conversations and everybody and their mother would be like, who, David said what? Yeah, I said it. Russell Westbrook. Okay. So that, but that his approach to the game is just relentless. And oh, like you said, like you said, you try to, you try to put different styles into how you do it. He, he mixes like, I've never seen a guy mix athleticism. He's an alien, you know. You with, have, you have. With, with you know, fearlessness. People, that, people are scared to say it, but you have. His uh -oh. name is Michael Jordan. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, that, that. he physically mimics the actual movements of Jordan. Like, yeah. physically can mimic. He's, he's about three inches shorter, so it looks it looks. Yeah, Mike, but he got, he's got a different odor than even Mike had. Like, Mike, yeah, 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 Mike, yeah. Mike was yeah. a little more graceful. Mike will pick his like, spot too. He's almost like a freight train, like, but not in a freight train body. It's like it's like he's 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 an alien, man. <laughs> like I don't yeah. even know I don't even know how to <laughs> like like I like that's alien DNA. Like like yeah. what, what he does, bro. Like boy don't even be tired. No. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, like you don't get tired. He, you know, he, yeah, he, he Kevin Gates with his. So, like. <laughs> so that's so that same type of relentless, uh, relentlessness. That's what you approach all day, all day. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Yeah, I got, I got a question for you, and uh, I, I think I know the answer, but I want to, I want to ask it anyway. So, uh, major label X Y Z comes to you and say, Hey, Davis. Hey, we're going we're going to give you X amount of dollars to do this project. But you know, you're going to you're going to go you're going to be on the label. You're going to have to go through these, you know, that that traditional no label. 
There it is. Yeah, look, when you said but, I was no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, yeah like if they came with that 360 deal, but the, it came with the with the nice advance. Yeah, like um, I, I'm 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 gonna say that I'm willing to stay out here and do the podcast thing and the individual show booking for yeah. as long as it take to to show the people who I am. Cause I think that's all it takes at the end of the day. If you really are who you say you are, you do what you really say you do, and you show up for the show. That's, you can't ask for no more than that. So I, I'll leave it at that. It's people out here that done did everything up to showing up for the show, and ain't show up. It's people that didn't make it to the interview for the show, and ain't show up. And then you got people that showed up, showed up, and wasn't ready. So. I ain't, I go to sleep knowing that that's my preparation and meal plan. I'm eating that. Those are my facts. That's been proven to be fact. Radio hosts ain't on the radio because they ain't practice. Dudes ain't in the NBA because they ain't practice. Why I think I'm gonna be successful doing this on stage if I ain't practice? So best believe while everybody laughing in the corner in the club or whatever on a Friday night, I'm be practicing. And, and when the lights come on and it's my night at the club, and my night just happened to be bigger than everybody else's. That's what I work for, and I'm gonna appreciate that. Right. So, it in in these days, really, all it all it takes sometimes is for somebody to just be like, "Hey, by the way, do you have bars? Do you got bars on deck?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's no, no for real. Like seriously, like and they'd be like, yeah, I actually do. And they'd be like, no, you don't. Like, no, no, I do. You know? Wow. Like, like in, in like someone's life could literally change like yeah, man, that. Like, like, uh, like one of our favorite dudes, uh, shout out to King Crooked, man. He he's been on tour in every city he goes to, wherever wherever he is. He he says, "Yo, whoever whoever's nice in the in the town, come holler at me. I'm gonna be at X Y Z club or you know, arena, whatever, whatever." And he brings him out. He he's like, if, if he if he if he if it's dope, he puts it on his page out to his. Uh, tens of thousands of followers so i mean all all in in all the connections that guy has i mean you know he's connected to you know shady or whatever whatever and you may not want to sign with him but it might get you in a position to do your own thing True. so that's what i'm saying so you always being ready is i mean that's the key to anything i mean anything in life you know the, the key is to always be ready so yeah man uh so like like my brother said, man. Sometimes it's just a matter of having the bars on deck. Do that. Um, with that being said, I want to go ahead and our um, DJ Rick G's is, is is one of our close friends. He's actually a member of our kind of group that we have in terms of our our, our, our our think tank. Cool. Um, we have a we have a uh, we have a mixtape series going on. We would love to uh, include. Uh, some of your your material on there, man. I hate to put you on the spot. Oh, nah, you good, man. Okay. I, this is what we here for. Okay, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Respect Heat Holders Volume Six. Uh, we'll we'll be uh, coming out soon. We got some other we got some other gems that's coming, man. Yeah. Uh, with as far as uh, getting making sure out. music gets out to the people. Exactly. Uh, we we've had here here lately. We found a lot. Our inbox has been pretty stock yeah, man. full. <laughs> yeah, we, we got it. We got it. We got it. Y'all want, uh, and, and I want to, I want to publicly give a shout out to uh, Jamil Honesty, man, because uh, he's been sending us some fire, and we are definitely going to get him on the show. So I definitely wanted to give him a shout out real quick. Yeah. Um. So hopefully you're listening. Uh, of course you are. 
yeah. who, who's not listening? Like for real. Um, Davis, uh, before we get out of here, man, uh, we, we want to make sure that the people know exactly uh, how to, you know, just uh, get in touch with you online, what they need to be looking out for, all that good stuff. Let them know. All right, you can get in contact with me at Mike, it's M-I-K-E Davis on Facebook. Um, I'm on uh, Yes, Just Davis on IG. And all of my links and my Twitter accounts and stuff are linked to the IG and the Facebook. So you should be able to maneuver from those two uh, pages. Um, you can also get in contact with my uh, public relations um, agent, uh, Madison Davenport. And that's under Madison Davenport Inc. on uh, Facebook. And then the other, only other thing is I, I miss a guy, uh, Zach. Shout out to Zach. That's the producer for Danger Zone. He's uh, at SlimCat78 on IG. And then my other producer, the executive producer, Phil Henry, he's on the SP Methods on um, Instagram. So, yeah. Um, so we, we, we got these joints that we that we, we played throughout this show here. Uh, is there an overall project uh, that we should be looking out for? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty much going to stamp it soon. I think in about a week, I'm going to stamp the title. It's going to be Lifelines. I'm going to go ahead and release it with y'all. Nice. So, uh, Lifelines is going to be the title of the album. Like I said, my executive producer is going to be uh, Phil Henry, SP Methods. It's going to be some co-production on the album done by Zach, um, Slimcat78. Um, I got a couple other producers tentatively under the curtain right now. I don't know if I want to break them <coughs> on this particular project. So, reserve their names until I find out what's officially going to be on there. But, I mean... That's the album. Looking for 12 plus tracks. It's gonna be something about maybe 14, 15 tracks. And it'll give you a good introduction of, you know, where I'm coming from. And like I said, hopefully it, it, it's right up the alley of what it's talking about, it's lifeline, and the many different descriptions and parallels of a lifeline. So. There it is. Uh, Phil, Phil Madden, uh, anything else before we get out of here? Cowboys, though. <laughs> I, I got right, right. the past, man. For that. I'm trying to tell you, you gonna really, you know, I'm gonna take you out of my people's house one Thanksgiving so you can see how viciously I get blasted on this couch, man. And don't let yeah. Uncle come over drunk because it's gonna be crazy. Hey, like my father hey, be ready to fight. Hey, I feel your pain, man. I'm from I'm from Philadelphia and I am not an Eagles fan, so <laughs> I, I feel your pain. So come on, <laughs> who's his team? The, the, the San Francisco 49ers, man. Oh, 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 hey. All right, look. Hey, all jokes aside, man, I'm going to shake your hand when we meet. Because the 49ers, young, anybody that's still a 49ers fan is a true soldier out here, bro. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a warrior, yo. I'm glad you made it. And I hope that, I hope that little dude, little Garoppolo, is, is, I hope he turned out to oh, be yeah, the grease, man. <laughs> I love it. I love what? it, daddy. What is it? What is it? They, they got Triple G in boxing. Y'all got little Jimmy G. <laughs> hey, man, don't talk about Jimmy Polo, Jimmy man. Garoppolo. We, we going to get us back to the promised land one hey, day soon, hopefully. Hey, they got them prospect like number one, number two quarterback coming into the league. Hey, man. 7-0 last season. We'll, we'll see, man. I'll I, I, I worry about that when it happens. But until <laughs> then, man, now, you know, you know, we definitely, we this, this is going to be a... Uh, 
a permanent thing, man. You 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 officially official tissue, you know, you're part of the circle. Oh with man, the holders, man. Blessings, man. I appreciate that, fellas. Yeah, man. We had a we had a great time talking with you, man. It's it's great building with uh like-minded individuals and all day. And people that actually MC, man. This this is what we do, man. So stop telling us that MCing doesn't exist, that there's no good music out there. We giving it to y'all. So you hear it when you download this episode, you know, share it with your friends and then go tell them, go check out my man. Yes, just Davis on, on IG. I just followed you. Um on all of with all our social medias. My man. Yo, so we gonna we gonna definitely stay up with you. And um, you know, man, just thank you again, man. Shout out, shout, shout out to the uh shout out to uh Davenport. Most definitely, man. Stay busy. <laughs> all right, now we we are all at you. All right, now. Work for the money, live for the love, and die for what you believe in. This is tissue and the tape, the home of the MC. The home of hip hop culture. Respect he holds. Get torched. Get torched. Always. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. When the dial is down, yeah, we may joke aloud. Nobody understands, no one to lend a hand. These are some special times, signed a concerned citizen. The left don't help the right, I'm defending my light. I let my soul speak and flow through the wireless mic. No need to feel old, no need to be scared. Most of my demons took an exit due to wear and tear. The type of fight I bring. It's sort of rare, I like them SB replays causing my nightmares How dare you think we haven't grown from the young knuckleheads To the farmers who reap and sold To the guys who good with numbers and anything could get sold Or with tomorrow no promise, so we say our prayers And grow to only know, in God we fear Boys in the hood, growing the men Some is your friend, some just pretend Some are by your side and others just wishing success the rest is only up with you when yeah. you at your best Those very broken bones that represent So many souls lost It's the evidence that when this flesh passes Won't be your body and it Just death and decay and life pass away Off the strength of insects and bacteria The road is wide and it heads to the cafeteria Living in lawless time, leaders inferior Destruction at an all-time high to the interior I'm just speaking my peace and trying to continue to love Even when it seems like nobody's giving enough I'm still on my flow, I'm still on the go I'm still supporting good artists on the dusty road And with tomorrow no promise, so we say our prayers And grow to only know, <laughs> and God we fear Boys in the hood, growing the men Some is your friend, some just pretend some are by your side and others is wishing success. The rest is only up with you when you at your best.
boys in the hood grow into men some is your friend some just pretend some are by your side and others is wishing success the rest is only up with you when you at your best boys in the hood While we argue, smorgasbords of politics Once again a bar about judicial nonsense My promise to moms, I stand for righteousness I tell my edge of my thoughts, I still breathe for this Her mac and cheese is still my favorite dish She taught me hard work and to worship my God That way to the yard and also known as a lie Of first America, then we travel abroad Hope that you understand, I know you copy Bob We love your toiletries, we have the cleanest mob We high on common sense, we passing consciousness The strongest pack on the hunt, and walk with confidence And with the moral, no promise, so we say our prayers And grow to only know, <laughs> and God we fear Boys in the hood, grow in the men Some is your friend, some just pretend some are by your side and others is wishing success The rest is only up with you when you at your best Boys in the hood, grow in the men Some is your friend, some just pretend Some are by your side and others is wishing success The rest is only up with you when you at your best